Welcome to the Lawrence Avenue Church of Christ Worship Resource Podcast for Sunday, July 3rd. We continue to hope and pray that you and your families had a good week and that you are in good spirits, good health, and prepared for today's worship service. Here are today's updated announcements. Sister Rachel Belafon asked that we pray for her aunt, Joyce Norris, who continues to have health issues and needs surgery. She asked that we also pray for the doctors that will give her the correct care that she needs. And she thanks everyone for your prayers. Sister Vicki Cato is asking for prayers for Traveling Grace. Let's keep her in her prayers. Also, let's continue to keep Brother Don Carruthers, Sister Rhonda Bostic, Sister Maddie Dowell, Sister Pat Baskerville, Sister Deborah Green, and also Brother Edgar. Let's continue to keep them in our prayers as well. Let's continue to pray for all of our bereaved families that are still going through bereavement, as well as for all of those who ask that we pray for traveling grace, and especially during this holiday weekend. We want to continue to remind everyone to pray for all of our sick and shut-in, and let's continue to stay connected by making phone calls, sending cards, and text messages whenever we can. Now, with the restart of Bible classes on Sunday morning and Wednesdays, continue to respect and be considerate and mindful of the congregational COVID-19 protocols whenever and anytime you're in the building. If you are unable to attend the Bible studies at the building, we will continue to have our call-in Bible study at 7.15 p.m. on Wednesdays. We will continue our study series titled Growing Old Gracefully in God's Grace, and we will continue Chapter 4 of the series titled Aging and Adapting to Change. I do look forward to being with you this Wednesday evening at 7.15 p.m. This concludes our updated announcements for today. We will now join today's worship service. It's good to see you this morning. Good to see the multitude that has uh, arrived here at Lawrence Avenue this morning. Multitude. Well, that's all right. Again, good morning. Thank you. Announcements for the Church of Christ that meets here at 904 Lawrence Avenue. This is the Lord's Day, June 26, 2022. What a glorious day we've had so far back in the building. Great lesson. Again, good morning, church. Welcome to the Lord's Day worship. We want to recognize, let's see, all who have come out today to worship God. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I shall Dwell in the house of the Lord forever, the psalmist wrote. Again, welcome. Welcome to all who have set aside worldly distractions and have gathered here this Lord's day to worship God again in spirit and in truth. Our most warm greetings are extended to visitors, any visitor we have this morning. Please know you are our honored guest and that you are welcome and appreciated. We always endeavor to present ourselves as a friendly and hospitable congregation. 
Let us continue to practice an abundance of caution by observing all safety protocols, including temperature checks, mask wearing, and social distancing. Again, from the elders, please make sure you have produced your vaccination card to verify your individual status. We have returned to the building for our 9 a.m. Lord's Day Bible study and our Wednesday 7 p.m. midweek Bible study. Uh, there will be, in addition, a 10 a.m. Wednesday morning Bible study offered this Wednesday, coming up again, 10 a.m. Wednesday morning Bible study, and that lesson will be then repeated at 7 p.m. on Wednesday, Brother Phillips. And books will be provided on Wednesday, I presume, I was told. Uh, Brother Williams' midweek uh, call-in study will continue at the 7 p.m. Uh, evening time. Any, any clarification of this, you can see a, an elder or you can see me. Thank you so much for your ongoing support for our safety procedures and all the offerings that are being extended. Let us continue, church, let us continue to remember those who have lost loved ones. The mourning process, again, is different for every person. Let us be available in whatever capacity is needed for comfort in time of loss. Please keep Brother Darnell Felton in your prayers as he has been released from the hospital and is recovering from surgery. Again, please pray for Sister Maddie Dow, who is in the Richland Nursing Facility. Sister Linda Templeton sends her thanks for all the prayers, cards, phone calls, and flowers during her medical procedure and home recovery. Everything has been greatly appreciated. Sister Jerice Bonds asks for prayers for her son who continues to need our prayers. Welcome back, Sister Regina White. It's good to have her back with us today. Note, Sister Faye Hall has placed membership at Kings Lane, Church of Christ, where her family has been worshiping. Note, Sister Tamisha Jackson woke up sick this morning and asked for our prayers. Sister Green is home today and not able to get out. Prayers are requested. Again, please continue to keep all, all of us in, in prayer and uh, all those who are anticipating medical procedures particularly. Let us continue to send up prayers for the Roberts family, the Spivey family, the Green family, the Bell family, the Carruthers family, and all families gathered within the sound of my voice. It is our responsibility to pray one for another, to hold each other up in prayer. Let us take advantage of that power of prayer. Let us stay tuned for information about the Believe to Achieve program that was mentioned a few weeks ago, scheduled to pl take place uh, 23rd of July after the 10 a.m. service, the service. Order of service for today. 
Brother Taylor Moore, song leader, Brother John Phillips, scripture and prayer, sermon Brother Robert McLean, prayer for offering Brother Trenton Moore, closing prayer Brother Spence, uh, collection Brother Moore, Brother Spivey, and Brother Jones. Okay, let's get ready for worship. Uh, let us thank God for another opportunity to make our election sure. Thank you. Good morning, everyone. How y'all doing today? All right. Uh, for our first song, let's all turn to page 391. 391. Let me live closer to you. 391. Page 391. All found? Let's all sing. In the field I were well, sickles brave and true. In the fight for the right, I would dare and do. Spend my days in the praise of thy journey. And let me live close to thee stay. And let me live close to thee. And take my hand, dear Lord, and guide me all along the rugged way. Oh, let me live close to thee, and let me walk and talk with thee, dear Lord, each day. Not the crown nor renown that the world might see, I will work, never shirk, blessed Lord, for thee. But to know where I go, that my soul is, and let me live close to thee each day, and let me live close to thee. Take my hand, dear Lord, and guide me all along the rugged way. Oh, let me live close to thee, and let me walk and talk with thee, dear Lord, each day. Help me bear and to share some poor pilgrim's load. Be my friend till the end of the toilsome rope. I will sing to my king in the souls of and let me live close to thee each day. And let me live close to thee. Take my hand, dear Lord, and guide me all along the rugged way. Oh, let me live close to thee. Let me walk and talk with thee, dear Lord, each day. Page 394. 394. Scripture reading and prayer will follow page 394. 394. All found? That's all seen. What a fellowship, what a joy divine I'm leaning and on the everlasting arms. And what a blessedness, what a peace is mine I'm leaning and on the everlasting arms. Well, I am leaning on Jesus and leaning on Jesus. I'm safe and secure and from all alarms. Well, I am leaning on Jesus and leaning on Jesus. I'm leaning and on the everlasting arms. 
And oh, how sweet to walk in this pilgrim way I'm leaning. And on the everlasting arms. And oh, how bright the path grows from day to day I'm leaning. And on the everlasting arms, well, I am leaning on Jesus and leaning on Jesus. I'm safe and secure and from all alone, well, I am leaning on Jesus. Jesus and leaning on Jesus, I'm leaning and on the everlasting arms. So what have I to dread? What have I to fear? I'm leaning and on the everlasting arms. And I have blessed peace with my Lord so near I'm leaning. And on the everlasting arms, well, I am leaning on Jesus and leaning on Jesus. I'm safe and secure and from all alone, well, I am leaning on Jesus. Jesus and leaning on Jesus, I'm leaning and on the everlasting on. Well, I am leaning on Jesus and leaning on Jesus. I'm safe and secure and from all alone. Well, I am leaning on Jesus and leaning on Jesus. I'm leaning and on the everlasting arms. Uh, before I start, uh, for those that will be coming out on the Wednesday morning, 10 o'clock, we're going to get the books then. I will be here at 9.45. Uh, so if everybody wants to come by early and get the book and glance at it, you're more than welcome to. But I tell you, I'm kind of excited. Uh, to be honest, I am. It's always good to be in the house of the Lord. Amen. 10 o'clock, 7 o'clock, 6 o'clock, 5 o'clock, don't make no difference. It's just good to be in the house of the Lord. And uh, I'm glad to be able to be part of what we're doing to offer our more services to our members. It's all about feeding the flock. That's what it's about. Our text this morning, now that I've run off at the mouth, comes from James, the first chapter, and the verses are uh, 21 through 25. I believe that's correct. That's James, the first chapter, verses 21 through 25. And I'm reading from the King James Version. Wherefore, lay apart all filthiness and superficiality and naughtiness and receive with meekness the engrafted word of God, 
which is able to save our souls. But be ye doers of the word, and not hearers only, receiving your own selves. For if any be a hearer of the word, and not a doer, he is like a man beholding his natural face in a glass. For he beholdeth himself, and goeth his way, and straightway forget what manner of man he was. But whosoever looketh into the perfect law of liberty, and continues therein, he being a not a forgetful hearer, but a doer of the work, this man shall be blessed in all of his deeds. I've read for you James, the first chapter, verses 21 through 25. May the Lord add a blessing to the hearers and the doers of his word as we go before God's throne in prayer. Pray with me, church. Almighty God, we are so thankful to be able to see this another Lord's day. Your mercies were renewed this morning, Lord, and you woke us up with the finger of your love. You allowed us to dress ourselves to make it to this building. And I pray, dear Lord, that all that we say and do this day will come before your throne as a sweet-smelling savor, and it is holy and acceptable in thy sight. Father God, we thank you for all the things that, we do, that you do for us on a daily basis. But we thank you because you're a loving God, a caring and a compassionate and a kind God. But you are just and you are faithful to your word. So I pray, dear Lord, that we will uh, do the things that are acceptable in your sight. Father, it was said in Sunday school this morning, we can't look upon your face. But if we could, Father, we want to put a smile on your face for the worship that we offer up to you. And we pray it is acceptable in your sight. Most of all, Father God, we thank you for Jesus, your son and our savior, who left glory. He left it behind to come to seek and save the lost, for we were all lost and without hope of saving ourselves. But God, you commended your love to us, and while we were yet sinners and without strength, Christ died for the ungodly. We were all sinners, Father, and fallen short of your glory. But your love was so great that you were willing to give up your son. His obedience was so great that he was willing to die on Calvary's cold, cruel cross for the sins of mankind when it should have been us, Lord, instead of him. But because you required a perfect sacrifice, he was the only one that could do it. So we thank you for his obedience and that when you raised him up on the third and appointed day, he became author of our most precious and beautiful faith that we have in you. And we trust in you because we know that you cannot lie and you've never made a mistake. So we trust in you for what you are and what you've done for us. We thank you for your Holy Spirit that guides us and comforts us. We thank you, Father, for all of the things you continue to do on a daily basis. So many of them, Father, we don't even recognize that you're doing what you do, but you do what you do. And we're thankful for all that you do. Father, at this time, we pray for those people that are behind prison walls, some that are there justly and some that are there unjustly. We know that our society and our laws are imperfect. We keep changing laws and upsetting people's lives. Our nation is split because of laws that men uh, perpetrate in their own behalf, their own idols, and their own things that they believe in for themselves. And they know not your righteousness. They know their own. So we pray, Father God, that we can return to you. We can repent and return and be the people that you would have us to be. I pray for us, the members of Lawrence Avenue and all the churches of Christ, 
that we learn to speak the same thing, to do the same thing, to be in love with all of our members and to raise us all up, Father, for you love us all and you've never been a respective person, so we thank you. We pray for those that feel hopeless and helpless, the hungry and the homeless. We pray for those, Father, that have abused themselves with drugs, alcohol, and illicit things, Father. We pray, Father, for those that in this month of mental health, that struggle with their mental health, Father, some that have decided to take their own lives. And I pray, dear Lord, that we as your ambassadors are reaching out to people every day and every opportunity. Lord, we, we seek these opportunities to bring others to you as you would have us to do. Father, we pray for an ungrateful nation, a nation that's torn and divided, a nation that says it's okay to be some things when you said it's not. So give us the strength to not only stand on your word, but to give it to them with love and respect and decency so they'll see the beauty of Christ and not see us. Amen. Father, we thank you for the one that will shortly stand before us. Bring to back to Robert's memory those things that he studied, that we can be hearers, doers, and not just hearers only of your most divine word. Father, I ask that you bless everyone here. You know what all of us are going through. Some of us are in the middle of some storms and some of us are just coming out. There are those that are still struggling with the loss of loved ones, those that are dealing with family members with mental disease and illness, Father, and it's not been easy for us. But God, but God, you said you never leave us or forsake us, and we know that you're a faithful God. So give us those things, dear Lord, that you know that we need and not what we want. Those things that we need that will make mankind better and that people will see the reality of serving you through the light that we shine because of Christ Jesus. It is in his name that we pray and ask it all. The one that said, Lazarus, get up. The one that said, peace, be still. The one that healed the man without even seeing him, Father, we trust in him and in his powerful name that we ask it all. Let the church say, amen. amen. Let's all mark page 454 for the invitation song. Page 454 for the invitation song. Now let's all notice page 720. Watch and pray. 720. Seven two zero. All film, let's all sing. Watch and pray for the Lord is coming, coming in the clouds someday. And wash your robes in this cleansing fountain. Watch your watch and pray. And watch and pray. Oh, watch and pray, for we know not the hour when the Lord shall come. And watch and pray, oh, watch and pray, and be ready to enter the soul's bright home. He may come in the early morning. He may come at close of day and watch and pray in his promise, trusting. Watch your oh, watch and pray. Watch and pray. Oh, watch.
watch and pray. For we know not the hour when the Lord shall come. And watch and pray. Oh, watch and pray. And be ready to enter the soul's bright home. So give heed to the Savior's warning and his blessed word obey and be prepared when he comes to meet him. Watch, oh, watch and pray. Watch and pray. Oh, watch and pray. For we know not the hour when the Lord shall come and watch and pray. Oh, watch and pray and be ready to enter the soul's bright home. When he comes, he reward the faithful. What a glorious day twill be. And joy awaits those who have made ready. Watch, oh, watch and pray, and watch and pray, oh, watch and pray, for we know not the hour when the Lord shall come, and watch and pray, oh, watch and pray, and be ready to enter the soul's bright home. Watch and pray, watch and pray, know that we all are indeed grateful that God has blessed us with this another opportunity to assemble ourselves together for the purpose of worshiping him in spirit and in truth. It's so good to see each of you this morning. If you're visiting with us, I want you to know that we're certainly glad to have you. Hope you enjoy yourself while you're with us here at Lawrence Avenue, and we'll be looking forward to see you again real soon. We had a wonderful start this early morning. I know it's kind of early for some of us to get out for early morning Bible class, a wonderful Bible study. Brother Bell got us started with a wonderful lesson. If you are here today and you are not a member of the body of Christ, you will notice our song of invitation. This song will be sung for the purpose of inviting you to Christ. If you are not a member of the body of Christ, it's our prayer that you would come at the time of the singing of number 454 and do what the Bible teaches us all to do in order to become a member of the body of Christ. So we must hear the word of God, believe it, 
Repent of our sins, confess the name of Jesus, and be baptized for the remission of forgiveness of our sins. Also, if you're here today and you're already a member of the body of Christ, but you've examined your life as the Bible teaches us all to do, and if you've realized you're not living the life that is pleasing to God. It's our prayer that you too would come at the time of the singing of number 454 and once again do as the Bible teaches us all to do. Confess your faults one to another that we might pray one for another. Now if you have your Bibles and I hope you all do because I want you to Study along with us today, and so when you leave, you won't be saying, well, Brother McLean said this, or Brother McLean said that. I want you to be able to say, the Bible said that. That's important. The Bible says. And once again, uh, Brother Bell got us started with the lesson this morning about God. And uh, the lesson presented the idea that man must lay aside all of his idols. If you're not careful, you may be serving an idol. An idol may be yourself. <laughs> but again, a wonderful lesson, Brother Bell, you did a wonderful job. And I thought while he was teaching the lesson, I said, now, you know, this kind of goes, this goes along with what I'm going thinking about, speaking about this morning. Well, that's okay. But if you like I said, if you're here and you have your Bibles, and I hope we all do, well, let's, let's look at our lesson text this morning. Coming from James, the first chapter. James, the first chapter. And verse 21 through 25. 21 through 25. Wherefore, lay apart all filthiness and superfluity of naughtiness, and receive with meekness the engrafted worry, which is able to save your souls. But be ye doers of the word, and not hearers only, deceiving your own selves. For if any be a hearer of the word, and not a doer, he's like unto a man beholding his natural face in the glass, for he beholdeth himself and goeth his way, and straightway forgetteth what manner of man he was. But whoso looketh into the perfect law of liberty, and continue therein, 
he being not a forgetful hearer, but a doer of the work, this man shall be blessed in his deed. Let's use for a thought from this reading, living for God. Now, as I said, Brother Bell got us started this morning teaching us that there is a God. And there is no other like God. But as we studied about this God, how he is above all idols and everything else, we need to realize and think about the fact that we can live for God. What a wonderful blessing it is to become children of God. The greatest blessing known to mankind that we can become children of God. But in becoming children of God, we need to realize that we must live for this God. How do we live for God? We must move from theory to practice. From a dead faith to a live one. We find here in James the Bible teaches us how important it is to have a live faith. What is a live faith? In James 2, as we look at verses 14 through 22, glad to have Brother Ernest to read for us this morning. What James what does it profit, my brethren? Listen up now. What does it profit, my brethren? Though a man say he has faith. Though a man say he has faith. And have not works. And have not works. Can faith save him? Can faith save him? That's a good question, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Because a lot of times we hear men saying, all you have to do is believe. Well, let me tell you something. Hmm. There's more to it than that. Yeah. Read, brother. If a brother or sister be naked, if a brother or sister be naked, and destitute of daily food, and destitute of daily food, and one of you say unto them, and one of you say to them, depart in peace. Depart in peace. Be ye warmed and filled. Be warm and be filled. Notwithstanding, ye give them not those things. Notwithstanding, ye give them those things. Not those, those things which are needful to the which body. Which are needful. What does it profit? What doth it profit? Even so faith. Even so faith. If it has not works. 
If it had not worked, is dead being alone. Is dead being alone. What a lesson. Though a brother or sister be naked and destitute with being without daily food and clothing, you meet him and said, oh, depart in peace. Without giving them those things that they stand in need of, what does it profit? That's the same idea as saying you got faith without works. It doesn't please God. You need to do what you believe in. That is God. As we look again at the Bible reading in the Hebrew letter, the chapter is 11, if I may read. Let's look at verses 4 through 8. By faith, Abel offered unto God a more excellent sacrifice than Cain, by which he obtained witness that he was righteous, God testifying of his gifts, and by it being dead, yet speaketh. By faith Enoch was translated, that he should not see death, and was not found because God had translated him. For before his translation, he had this testimony, that he pleased God. By faith, but I'm sorry, but without faith, it is impossible to please God. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. By faith, Noah, being warned of God of things not seen as yet, moved with fear, prepared an ark to the saving of his house, by which he condemned the world and became heir of the righteousness which is by faith. By faith, Abraham, when he was called to go out into a place which he should not which he should receive after for an inheritance, obeyed, and he went out, not knowing whether he went. We must. Move from a dead faith to a live faith. As we look at what the Bible said in the Gospel of John, the chapter is 3, and the verse is 36. What does the Bible say? Read. 
He that believeth on the Son has everlasting life. Listen up now. He that believeth on the Son <clears throat> hath everlasting life. And he that believeth not the Son, and he that believeth not the Son, shall not see life. Shall not see life. But the wrath of God abideth on him. But the wrath of God abideth on him. The Bible in Galatians 5 and verse 6 says, For in Jesus Christ neither circumcision or uncircumcision abideth anything but he that do what? The will of God by faith. We must move from a dead faith to a live faith. For in Jesus Christ, it's a wonderful gift to be in Christ, but we need to realize that the only way to get into Christ is to be baptized into him. And when we are baptized into Christ, it doesn't matter who we are, where we come from, we are going to be blessed if we move from a dead faith to a live one. That is, do God's will. Whatever God tells you to do, you being a child of God, you must do. Don't believe the idea of all you have to do is believe. You have to obey what you believe in order to be saved. Living for God. There's more to it. We must move from being a spectator to being a participant. I like that one. I like that one. Oh, it was so easy this morning to, to sit and listen to Brother Bell teach about God and how he is above all our idols and everything. But how long is this going to stay with you? That's a good question. How long is this lesson going to stay with us? But are we going to be just people who, who look and say, well, here's what the word of God says without being obedient to the word? Well, there's no blessing to it. What must we do? Be, move from being a spectator to being a participant. You get in the Gospel of John, the 15th chapter. The Gospel of John. The 15th chapter. Let's look at verse 8. John 15 and verse 8. Herein is my Father glorified. Wait a minute now. Let's let everybody get there. Herein is my Father 
glorified. How is God glorified? It's just Jesus talking. Herein is my Father glorified. That ye bear much fruit. That you bear much fruit. So shall ye be my disciples. And so shall ye be my disciples. Amen. Isn't it wonderful to realize how we can glorify God? How can we glorify God? It's simply by bearing fruit. By bearing fruit. Did you ever look at the difference between a, a live tree and then a dead one? You ever see the difference? Huh? There's a lot of difference in it. But now you got a live tree out there, and, and it's a fruit tree, by the way. And nothing comes on. Do you need that tree? You don't need that tree if it's not bearing fruit. What do you need it for? Shade? Here is my Father glorified. Glorify God that you bear much fruit. The Philippian writer, when you can read it on your spare time in Philippians 1 and verse 11, says we need to be filled with fruits of righteousness. Fruits of righteousness. Not just fruit, but fruits of righteousness. This is how we move from being spectators to being participants. God tells us how to live. We need to live exactly that same way. And incidentally, that's to all of us who claim to be children of God. We all must bear fruit. You see, we just don't sit and sit around and, and just say, well, okay, it's just, just something to, to, to make up my day, uh, uh, you know, and my, fill my spare time. We need to fulfill the fruits of righteousness. We need to all be doing God's will. Living for God. Well, we must move from being judges to being fellow servants. Don't you really like that one? From being judges. Sometimes we, 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 we take up all of our day and time thinking about how brother, uh, sis, brother so-and-so is living. You know how they... Brother, sister sewing, so how, how is she living? You know, I, did you ever stop and think how you are living? Yeah. Mm. Mm. 
we must move from being judges to being fellow servants. That's what the Bible says. Here in James chapter 4, let's go back there, back in James chapter 4, let's look at verses 1 through 3. James chapter 4, verses 1 through 3. From which came wars and fighting among you? For which came comes wars and fightings among you? Come they not hence, even of your lust? That come war, they hence, even of your lust? That wars in your members? That war in your members. Ye lust, ye and love not. Ye kill, and desire to have. And cannot attain. Uh huh. Ye fight fights and war, yet ye have not. Do what you fight and don't have anything. Because you ask not. Because you, you ask not. Ye ask and receive not. You ask and receive not. Because you ask the mist. Man, what a lesson. That ye may consume it upon your lust. What a lesson. Sometimes. Maybe we fight among ourselves. That's possible, you know, isn't it? And, and why is it that we might be fighting among ourselves? You know why it is? It's because of my own physical desire. I'm not worried about my brothers and sisters, but what I want. All right. All right. That causes war among us, church. And you might even want it so bad until you think about, well, I'm going to start praying. Hmm. <laughs> And that's for now. Mm -hmm. Even though you're praying, you're not receiving anything. You know why? Because of your selfish attitude. Keep reading. Ye adulterers and adulteresses. Ye adulterers and adulteresses, know ye not that the friendship of the world is enmity with God? That the friendship of the world is enmity with God. Whosoever therefore would be a friend of the world, whosoever would be a friend of the world is, is, is the enemy of God. Sometimes we are more concerned about how the world is living than how God wants us to live. Well, let me tell you something, church. The Bible says if we are friends of the world, we are enemies of God. Oh, my friend. We must be servants of God. We must put the world behind us and think about how God wants us to live. 
Think about how God wants us to take care of one another and think about one another's needs, not just my own needs. Why? Because we're children of God. That's how God wants us to live. Still in James 4, let's look at verse 11. What does the Bible say? Speak not evil one of another, brethren. Listen up. Speak no evil one of another. He that speaketh evil of his brother. He that speaketh evil of his brother. And judgeth his brother. And do what? Judgeth his brother. We're talking about moving from being judged to participants. Speaketh evil of the law. And judgeth evil of the law. And judgeth the law. And judgeth the law. But if thou judge the law. But if thou judge the law. Thou art not. A doer of the law. Say so what? Thou art not a doer of the law, but but a judge. There is one lawgiver who is able to save and to destroy. Who art thou that judgest another? We must move from being judges to participants. Sometimes we might sit around, as I said maybe a while ago, and think about how brother so-and-so is living. You know, you know, brother so-and-so? Well, if, if brother so-and-so is having a problem, if you're a child of God, you his brother or sister, you need to be over there trying to help him. Get out of his problems. We're talking about living for God. That's how we live for God. We must not sit around and talk about one another, especially to the unbelieving world. A lot of times the world know more about what's going on in the church than we do. You know why, don't you? Living for God. We must move from beholding the cross to take up our crosses. We're getting to a close now, so don't y'all worry. Do what? Move from beholding the cross to take up our crosses. Somebody might say, what does it mean to take up my cross? Do we know what it means, church? Do we really? Sometimes we, 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 we so often, certain times of the year, thinking about the cross of Christ, and sometimes we, we and there's nothing wrong with it, we wear crosses. But do we really 
know the meaning of it? Well, yes, we know the meaning of it. But what does it mean to take? I have a cross to take up, and you have a cross to take up. You have to take up your own cross. What does that mean? Well, <laughs> we find, first of all, it means sometimes I may have to endure hardship. You know, that's the problem a lot of times. We think, well, once I become a member of the body of Christ, I'm, I'm a member of God's family. It always just smooth sailing the rest of my life. You're wrong. I'm sorry. Sometimes we may have to endure hardship. Sometimes we, we may have to uh, uh, in, uh, endure obscurity. Folks are saying, oh, you know, all about We may have to endure persecution sometimes. And I need to say the, the church, we don't, we, we're not persecuted nothing like they were back in the first century. But we may be persecuted sometimes. Amen. Taking up my cross means that maybe sometimes I have to endure dishonor. Let's see what the Bible said. Let's go to Luke 9, 23. Luke 9 and verse 23. We're closing now, y'all. Come on, Luke 9, 23. What does the Bible say? And he said to them all. And he notice now, he didn't say just pick out a few. He said to them all. If any man, if any man will come after me, let him deny himself. Let him deny himself. And take up his cross daily. Take up who? His cross daily. Daily and follow and follow me. me. Verse 24. For whosoever will. For whosoever will. Save his life. Shall lose it. Whosoever will. Says save his life. Shall lose it. Shall lose it. But whosoever will lose his life. For my sake. But whosoever will lose his life. For my sake. The same shall save it. The same shall save it. That's taking up. Our cross. Taking up our cross. And as we close, we go to Matthew, the sixth chapter. Matthew 6. And verse 33. And let's look at what the Bible says. But seek ye first. The kingdom of God. Yes. And his righteousness. Mm -hmm. And all these things shall be added unto you. What's first in my life? Seek the kingdom of God. And seek what is right. In the kingdom of God. 
And what's he talking about? All these things shall be added unto you. Well, he just got through talking about how the world sometimes worry about what they're going to put on for clothing, what they're going to eat, and, and where they're going to sleep. But he said, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. Are you living for God? Are you really? I mean, let's, let's be honest with this thing, Chad. Are you really living for God? If not, you can become a child of God today and start living for God. And if you are here today and if you're a child of God and maybe you have stopped living for God, you can, you can correct that today as well. All you have to do is come and do as the Bible teaches us all to do while we all stand and sing. And no precious is thy flow, and that makes me white as snow, and no other fount I know, and nothing but the blood of Jesus. For my pardon, this I see, nothing but the blood of Jesus. For my cleansing, this my plea, and nothing but the blood of Jesus. And no precious is thy flow, that makes me white as snow, and no other fount I know, nothing but the blood of Jesus. Once again, we're thankful to Brother McLean for another wonderful sermon. Amen. Brother McLean, I just believe that that's the Holy Spirit <laughs> that intertwines the two messages. The Holy Spirit is trying to get us to hear something. The Bible class talked about there's only one God. Okay, now that you know that there's one God, now you need to know how to live for God. That's, that's, that's the Holy Spirit. We, we need to learn, and I'm so glad he brought that message out. We need to learn how to live for God. We can't just live any kind of way and think that's okay. That's what the world does. We're going to have to live according to God's word and live his way. He went over there to the passage that says, if you try to save your life, you're going to lose it. But if you lose your life trying to live for God, heaven is your home. <laughs> and that's what it's all about. Sometimes we get caught up, and I understand we're in the flesh. 
but we get caught up in this flesh sometimes and we try to save this flesh, but y'all, there's life after death. <laughs> and we need to be trying to get to the throne. If we can just get to the throne, everything else going to be all right. Thank you, Brother McLean. Wonderful, wonderful message. We have two that have come to make their wishes known. Brother Calvin Spence is coming, and he is requesting the prayers of the church for a friend of theirs uh, that is six, uh, Jeanette Johnson. Uh, I believe he says she has cancer and wants us to pray for her. Also, Tyrone Atkins is coming, stating that he is sin, and he is asking for the prayers of the church. So let's pray for him as well. Let's just pray one for another. Got one more here too. Brother Sidney P too, uh, his mother, uh, the, she's on life support at this time. And they're at that point where they're having to make the decision of whether to pull the plug or not. So let's continue to pray for him as well and his family. Let's pray, as I said, one for another. Go, go to the throne with me, y'all. Heavenly Father, once again, we approach thy throne of grace, thanking thee, Heavenly Father, for what our ears have heard and what our hearts have borne witness to. Father, we are so thankful for the message that you put upon your servant's heart today. And we ask, Heavenly Father, that you would please help us through a study and, and practice of thy word and through repentance to truly do that which you would have us to do. Yes. Help us, Heavenly Father, that we can study that word. That it will help facilitate the the lives of others, Heavenly Father, that they can come to thee before it is everlasting too late. Amen. Heavenly Father, we come thanking thee most of all for thy son and letting him die upon the cross when it should have been us. But you let him take our place that we may have a right to the tree of life. We ask Heavenly Father that you would please continue to help us to continue to try to learn of, of how you would have us to live, that others may see your good works and come to you before it is everlasting too late. Amen. Father, we come on behalf of those that have come to make the requests known. For those, Heavenly Father, that have uh, are having to make decisions about the loved ones. Father, we ask that you would Grant them the things in which you see they stand in need of. It is not easy. But God, you know what they're going through. And we ask that you please be with them. Bless those that are sick, those that are asking for prayers for the uh, friends who are sick. God, we know that you have all power and that you are able to heal them. And if it be your will, we ask that that be the case. But if not, we still ask that you would please guide them and guide the family as well. The one that had asked for forgiveness of sins, Father, we ask that you would please forgive him of his sins. Not only him, Heavenly Father, but all of us, we ask that you forgive us of our sins, Heavenly Father, for all of us have come short of thy glory. Help us, Heavenly Father, as we go throughout this life to, to truly, truly not just 
say that we are Christians, but actually be Christians. Father, help us to get rid of those things in which we've done in the past, Heavenly Father. Help us to, to add salt, to regain our flavor, that we may add flavor back to the world and, and bring, those, bring those souls to thee before it is everlasting too late. Continue to bless those that are in prisons, Father, and those that are in mental institutions. Father, those that are here right now that are struggling with everyday life. Father, we just ask that you be with us all and grant us those things in which you see we stand in need of. Thank you for being our God and letting us be your children. In the name of Christ, amen. In this old sinful world, hardly a comfort can afford. And I'm striving alone and to face temptation sore. Tell me where could I go but to the Lord? And where could I go? Oh, where could I go? And I'm seeking a refuge for my soul. And I'm needing a friend and to save me in the end. Tell me where could I go but to the Lord. And life here is grand and with friends I love so dear. And comfort I get from God's own word. And yet when I face the chilling hand of death tell me where could i go but to the lord and where could i go oh where could i go and i'm seeking a refuge for my soul and I'm needing a friend and to save me in the hymn. Tell me where could I go but to the Lord. Well, I thank Brother McLean for the message he's brought to us this morning. As we focus our minds on the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ, and also as we uh, prepare for the collection, let's turn to page 408. 408. 408. We'll sing all three verses. Uh, we'll, yeah, we'll sing all three verses, excuse me, and then we'll uh, transition into the chorus. Amen. Low in the grave he lay. 408. 408. All found? Let us all sing. Low in the grave he lay. Jesus, my Savior, waiting the coming day. Jesus.
Jesus, my Lord. Vainly they washed his bed, Jesus, my Savior. Vainly they seal the dead, Jesus, my Lord. Death cannot keep his prey, Jesus, my Savior. He tore the bars away, Jesus, my Lord. Up from the grave he arose with a mighty triumph for his foes. He arose a victor from the dark domain, and he lives forever with his saints to reign. He arose, he arose, hallelujah, Christ arose. We're not sports for our service. We focus on the collection. We also focus on the death, the burial, and resurrection of our Lord, Savior Jesus Christ. Let's please pray for the collection. Heavenly Father, at this time, we thank for this day. We thank for another day that was not promised to us. We thank for another Lord that was not promised to us. We thank for the lessons that have been bestowed upon us so far. Uh, we thank you at this moment for all the many blessings you bestowed upon us. We know those blessings are only possible through you. At this moment, we thank you and we pray for the offering that will be taken up. We pray that will be used in a way that is pleasing up unto you. We also thank for your offering, which is your son, Jesus Christ. Amen. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Now as we remember the death, the burial and resurrection of our Lord, Savior Jesus Christ, we read in Matthew chapter 26, verse 26 through 29, of Jesus Christ, his disciples, and the Last Supper. Starting at verse 26, it reads, And as they were eating, Jesus took bread and blessed it and broke it, and gave it to the disciples and said, Take, eat, this is my body. And he took the cup and gave thanks and gave it to them, saying, Drink ye all of it, for this is my blood, New Testament, which shed for me for remission of sins. But I say unto you, I will not drink henceforth of this fruit of the vine until that day when I drink anew with you in my Father's kingdom. Let's pray. Dear Father, at this moment, we thank you, God, for your Son, Jesus Christ. We thank for his life. We thank for his example. We thank for his death, his burial. We just thank you for him. At this moment, we thank you for his blood, his body, that was set on the cross for remission of sins. And we pray that we would not take either of those for granted or your Son. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. You may now take the bread. You may now take the cup. And verse 30 reads, And when they sung a hymn, they went out to the Mount of Olives, the school sports from our service. Let's all turn to page 478 as we close. Page 478. 478. Four seven eight. That's all, Stan. Let us sing. And as I journey through the land, singing as I go, and pointing souls to Calvary and to the crimson flow, and many arrows pierce my soul from without within. 
and but my Lord, he leads me on through him I must win and know I want to see him look upon his face and there to see forever of his saving grace and all the streets of glory and let me live my voice and cares all past home and last ever to rejoice and win in service for my lord and dark may be the night and but i'll cling more close to him and he will give me life and satan's snares may vex the soul and turn my thoughts aside and but my my Lord, he leaves him and leaves wherever be time. And no, oh, I want to see him look upon his face and there to see forever of his saving grace and all the streets of glory. And let me live my voice and cares all path home and last ever to rejoice. And when before me billows rise and from the mighty deep, and then the Lord directs my bar and he does safely keep. And he leads me gently on and through this world below. And he's a real and friend to me. Oh, I love him so. And oh, I want to see him look upon his face and there to see forever of his saving grace and on the streets of glory let me live my voice and cares all past i'll be home and last ever to rejoice Let us pray, church. Heavenly Father, I come to you to thank you, Father, for allowing us to rise up today to see another day, a day that wasn't promised to us. We pray, Heavenly Father, that you continue to be with us throughout this day and the days ahead, if it's thy will. We pray, Father, for the sick and shut in, especially those in the household of faith, that if it's thy will, that you will restore them back to their normal here. Father, be with those who are lost in this world, that you will spare them another day to come to thee before it's everlasting too late. And Father, as we prepare to leave this building, we pray that you allow us to reach our destination without any harm to ourselves or anyone else. It's in your Son, Jesus Christ's name we pray. Everyone say amen. Amen.